promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by Citizens Bank, Drexel University, and the General Building Contractors Association. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here is Matt Cabry. Bucks County, Pennsylvania. It's in suburban Philadelphia, and it's a great place to live, to raise a family, to play and dine, and it's also a great place to establish and grow a business. And that's exactly what our next guest, Tracy Warren, has done and continues to do today. Tracy, welcome to Growing Greater Philadelphia. Tell us a little bit about what it actually is that your company does. Sure. So Astarte Medical is a data analytics and software company. We provide uh, information to clinicians and hospitals in the neonatal ICU. So think about where those really tiny babies are born. And we provide information to improve feeding, nutrition, and overall gut health for the babies to improve their outcomes. And that's a really niche area. How did you and your team decide to focus in on that particular area of expertise? So my co-founder, Tammy Jansen, and I have spent the last 20 years working in this region. Um, We had traveled around looking at needs in women and infant health and met a scientist out of Boston, actually at the Brigham and Women's Hospital, Kate Gregory. And it was her research around gut health and nutrition for premature infants that inspired us to start the company. And so we incorporated in Yardley in 2016. And why Yardley? I mean, uh, it's an interesting place, and it's a great place, as I mentioned, to establish and grow a business. And for a company like Astarte Medical, Yardley may not necessarily be the first neighborhood that comes to mind. Well, it was great for us. Um, Some of our team is based um, just over the water in Jersey. Um, Our CTO is out in Kennett Square. Um, But a lot of our great uh, collaborators, whether they be uh, hospitals here in the greater Philadelphia region, even all the way out to sort of Pittsburgh. But Pennsylvania has a huge and rich depth of hospitals and academic collaborators for us, as well as even all the way up to New York. So the proximity gives us um, good access to really great advisors, to uh, talented individuals, to students, and other people to help us grow our business efficiently. At Select Greater Philadelphia, one of the things we like to position and tout about Greater Philadelphia, uh, the benefit of where we're located actually helps New York and Washington, D.C., not the other way around. If you could talk a little bit about that, you referenced your proximity in Bucks County, easy access to not only partners and customers in you know the New England area and New York area, but also other parts of the country and other parts of the world in terms of distribution and ability to access different partners. Absolutely. I think between the, the train systems, the, the public transportation options, certain Philadelphia airport, I mean, we are on the road a lot with what we do. And the, the area is accessible. It's, um, it's really well organized, if you think about it, from a travel perspective. And it's very easy to even get people in and out to visit us whether that be for diligence or for meetings or collaborations. So we love our location. We love the grist mill, our historic landmark that we're in. It provides a lot of character for a startup. And talk a little bit more about the actual product, if you will, if you, if you even refer to it as a product and you know why it's, it's such a good place to, to establish that kind of platform that you and your team are working on. Sure. So what's little known to people unless they've experienced it is that we're surviving kids as early as 22 weeks gestation. So that's just halfway through. That's incredible. It is. And it's, um, you know, these kids are weighing 500 grams. So 
if you can imagine something so tiny. The reality is, though, our understanding of diet and nutrition for these kids has not kept pace really because they're meant to be in utero, growing inside mom with a very custom cocktail. And so what what we learned through meeting Kate Gregory and through our research has been that we really need to provide information to the clinical team. So these are the doctors, the nutritionists, the nurses at the bedside to help provide information about feeding and nutrition because these children are suffering significant growth failure. They're having developmental delays and disabilities. They have a greater risk of disease throughout life. And we believe that if we can provide information to the clinical teams to empower them, that they can have better outcomes and certainly enjoy a longer, healthier life. And so doing it here, we've got phenomenal centers, whether that's Children's Hospital, Penn, Jefferson, we've got a lot of great opportunity here in the region to work with collaborators to understand the need and to, to put the solution in front of them, which is it's software. It sits at their desktop and helps advise them mm-hmm. on feeding and nutrition. So it's very actionable. But uh, the more users, the better, because I've, obviously with data, the more we have, the more customized we can get in providing solutions for the children. So it's Nick Nutrition. That's the platform right. uh, within the Estarte Medical Products company. Tracy Warren, we're talking with, is uh, the CEO. Share with us a little bit more about the the business model. How do you guys actually generate revenue? So we do sell to hospitals. It's technology called clinical decision support. So we don't diagnose a disease or provide a therapeutic like a drug would be. We provide information and the hospital purchases that software to improve the outcomes and reduce what's called length of stay. So how many days the babies are in the hospital. This is aligned with a lot of value-based care incentives and other payment models in the new healthcare regime. And so we provide our software, we sell to hospitals, they then can improve not only the physical outcomes and, and growth for the kids, but also to reduce their cost by getting these kids home sooner to their parents and reducing that length of stay, which can cost between four to $6,000 a day, actually. So that's how we make money. We make them better, we make the kids better, and we happen to make a profit. Improved outcomes, uh, more efficient. Are there regulatory proof of concepts, if you will, that are required before you could launch, if you will? Yeah, no. So the good news about being clinical decision support is the guidelines from FDA do not require clearance for us to put our product in the hands because the decisions are still made by the clinical team and by the typically by the physician. So we are not currently regulated. In the future, we hope to provide custom feeding protocols so we we can take a baby, it's 26 weeks gestational age, little girl, and we can tell you exactly how to feed her to have the best outcomes. That would be an FDA regulated as software as a medical device. Gotcha. And Tracy, take us back to kind of the origins of Astarte and your vision for where uh, Nick Nutrition was originating sitting at your kitchen table, sitting in a boardroom with some of your colleagues, and how you went from kind of concept to reality. Sure. So Tammy and I had spent about six years investing personally in women and children's health companies around the country. Actually, we think it's a huge underserved area from both investment perspective, but also from just getting these products to market. And we got a phone call being uh, one of the few players in the space about Kate Gregory's work up at the Brigham and Women's Hospital. And we went and met with her. It was about uh, a year before we started the company. And she struck a chord with us. The idea that you could use nutrition to prevent health conditions as opposed to treat conditions. Um, The idea of being more informed about your gut health. 
I'm sure you read studies every day about your microbiome and probiotics and all these great things, but never is that more important than in our patient population when they're still developing. And so we were both compelled from a societal need perspective and then spent about a year figuring how we're going to build a business model. So as former investors, we're all about, can you sell? Will someone pay for it? And and can you make money to sustain your business? And that's what we did our homework on. And a year later, a study was born. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Talk with us about why Greater Philadelphia, because you were born and raised in Michigan, uh, went to school in New York. How did you find yourself here in the neighborhood? Yeah, so ironically, uh, Tammy's from Wisconsin, so talk about a great um, expat story. Um, So we've both been working in the region for about 20 years, as I said. Um, It's been great to do, uh, we were originally early stage investors, so I think there's a lot of great entrepreneurial talent here. I think there's a lot of experienced business people that come here for the work-life balance that you can have, both working perhaps in Philly or New York and still living in this region. And so there's a wealth of opportunity for us to grow outside the major communities, which quite frankly, I think are saturated and overhyped many times. There's a genuine feel to this region that I think matches our Midwest styles, perhaps. But also, I think our networks um, have borne great fruit here, whether that be from talent and recruitment to um, funding to support and community recognition. And so we've been extremely happy here and couldn't think of another place where to build our business. And share with us a little bit more about the partners you have, both in the operation of the business, but equally important, the funding model that you have with a couple of investors and how that has helped you grow. Absolutely. So my team is all of four people. Three of us have worked together for, for more than 15 years. We were all the sort of initial founders. So that's Tammy Jansen, Debbie Vorp, and myself. We believed, jumped in, invested, and then we recruited Jeff Sherman, who I mentioned, who lives in Kennett Square. Jeff comes out of Accenture and AC Lordi, also a Midwesterner. But we all came together around this, this mission and this project. We were supported very early on by Ben Franklin Technology Partners, and I can't say enough about that program from an early stage investment perspective. Also, you know, there's a lot of in the news about female CEOs or female-backed company-led companies having a hard time raising capital. We have not found that to be the case. We've been supported by Ben Franklin. Um, We have a local angel group that is our lead investor currently called Karatsu Forum. We find the region to be very, very supportive of entrepreneurial talent. And I think it's a great testament to this region versus others where I think you see headlines to the contrary every day. That's really great to hear because you're right. We often, from our vantage point at Select, hear that one of the challenges is having venture capitalists invest here. Uh, it's interesting because there's a lot located here, but the perception is is that they're investing elsewhere. And you know better than most, it's a cyclical kind of process. And it's really driven by the intellectual property and the innovative approach. And what is that project that's going to actually change the landscape. So it's good to hear that you're having a a very positive experience. Absolutely. You are a really experienced venture capitalist. You have some unique background as an entrepreneur. You meet another entrepreneur. What do you share with them about why Greater Philadelphia is such a great place to establish and grow a business, regardless of the industry sector or the size? No, I think that's great. And look, I think there's a couple of key things you need, right? You need people. You need great people to work with you, um, to advise you. We've had great success even with students. So talent is the number one here. And I think you have that again across 
experience base from getting it students as interns that are really bright and ambitious all the way up to experienced uh, executives who may have retired or are late in their career and can provide great advice and insights. So that spectrum of talent is really important. I think the programs like Ben Franklin, like a lot of the local seed programs here for funding are very strong, very well run. That's not the case in a lot of, I would say, economic development oriented groups. I think Pennsylvania stands out significantly in that regard. And then I think the other thing is just access to customers, to partners, to whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in your particular business. And you just you have a lot of varieties. You can go north, south, east, west as quickly as possible from here. So yeah. we love the region. That's great. And, you know, in that same spirit and regardless of geography, you know, one of the things that we're really fortunate to have across southern New Jersey and northern Delaware and southeastern Pennsylvania is a really robust academic kind of uh, expertise Mm -hmm. uh, with over 100 colleges and universities and institutions of higher learning. We also have a great K through 12 program as well, and that we're seeing that grow more and more with STEM education taking front and center. Uh, But where I'm going with this, Tracy, is the entrepreneurial community popping up in lots of colleges and universities and even in high schools. Share with us what kind of guidance and advice you would give to a young person who's thinking about embarking on a career that is cloaked in entrepreneurism. Yeah, for sure. So my first advice is always don't look beyond your backyard. For many cases, I think there is a lot of hype about Silicon Valley and Boston, etc. And it really depends on whether you want to be one of a million or you want to be one of a dozen. And I think the caliber of, as I said, talent and capital and support you can get in a community like the greater Philadelphia region far exceeds being um, a tiny fish in a big sea. And so certainly early in your career in that first entrepreneurship, use your local resources. I think all of the schools here have active entrepreneurship programs to support students. There are a lot of seed and business plan competitions. So there's a great opportunity here. And we're seeing, honestly, more and more I would call them younger people. I'm in my 40s, so I can say that. Um, Starting businesses that just have brilliant ideas, they're well-grounded, and this is the place to build it because you have people here in Philadelphia who've built real businesses that make products that improve either health or life or energy, and you want to do that with that kind of expertise. Yeah, I often capture it as impact and opportunity, as you kind of articulated. Folks can really have an impact here, and there's a network of folks who can help them, and there's that opportunity to really grow your career here. And to the point you made a moment ago, and you may know this, but um, Philadelphia specifically in the region in general, but specifically the metric is for Philadelphia, fastest growing city for the millennial population. And the reason we believe is because there's opportunity, it's affordable, it's sustainable, and there's a culture of kind of innovation and collaboration that is really welcoming to young people who want to start and grow their careers. Um, Shifting gears on you, do you have a favorite place in greater Philadelphia? I do. I have a favorite restaurant here. Um, Osteria is one of my favorites. Absolutely. Um, Done a couple of girls' nights out there, so I have some very fond memories. And I always bring my kids, so my kids go to school just over the water in Jersey. We come down for the Philadelphia historical trip, which I'm doing next week with my daughter. So I love that. Yeah, I love just the the richness of the culture and the ability to share that with the kids as they grow up and, and learn about our nation's history. So I think it's fabulous. That is fabulous. And I'm really glad to hear that 
Osteria, the restaurant you referenced, is on North Broad Street. It and is. there's a renaissance that's happening on North Broad Street that, frankly, it's happening in other parts of our community as well and other parts of greater Philadelphia, not just the city. But I just love that stretch from City Hall all the way out to Roosevelt Boulevard, all the way out to Montgomery County. But really between Temple and City Hall on North Broad Street is just a dynamic and vibrant community. So it's great to hear that you enjoy that as well. Absolutely. Having gone to school in New York, it's a feel of the open doors in the summertime and the different restaurants and stores and family-owned businesses. It's just, it's great. It's got such personality. I love it. That's great. Coming back to business for a moment. And folks, we're talking with Tracy Warren, uh, one of the founders and the CEO of Astarte, which has a really unique platform called Nick Nutrition, and it helps hospitals Uh, more effectively manage the care of premature babies who are dealing with nutritional challenges. What's next? What's next for the team at Astarte? Well, so we're launching our first product. So Nick Nutrition's our platform. We have actually two products. So we're piloting our software this year uh, for our first product. We'll be introducing our second product next year, which is more of a gut health score. So think about your blood pressure, your heart rate, We're giving clinicians a way to monitor the state of your gut, so help to drive feeding and nutrition choices. And so it's scale, it's growth, it's hiring. We've got a couple of big technical hires we'd like to do in our team. And then I think we'd like to look at maybe prenatal or early infant nutrition as well. I think that whole area to just help promote uh, women and infant health is very important, both for our own benefits, um, as well as for um, our children. As you were describing what's next and the type of work you do, uh, images were coming to mind. And I'm curious, do you ever have a chance to actually be in the NICU, the NATO NEO intensive care unit? Yes, they're very regulated, very structured. We've toured several of them actually throughout our a customer discovery and in working with some of these hospitals. And the answer is yes, but I would tell you, um, I have two daughters their dolls do not do these children justice. And to think that the doctors and the nurses and the clinical teams that work with these kids who are no bigger than your hand, who are living, breathing, it's a phenomenal group of people. And I'm really excited to work with them. But I'll tell you, it's a reality check to think about how modern technology can now allow us to survive essentially a fetus at a very young age. I Um, bet. It's exciting. It's one of those moments of like, wow. Uh, And it helps you rethink the priorities we have in our own lives when you're experiencing the kind of encounters that you are describing. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Tracy Warren, founder and CEO uh, at Estarte, a Bucks County-based Yardley, Pennsylvania life sciences firm, just over a year old, doing some really great things. And you know what I love about what you do? Well, there's many things, (laughs) but it's happening right here in greater Philadelphia. No question. And we couldn't be more pleased to call you a member of our business and civic community, and uh, we're here to help you to continue to grow. So you were telling us a little bit about an internship program and a special relationship you have actually through one of your funders, Ben Franklin Technology Partners. Share with us a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So Ben Franklin has introduced us to a program at Swarthmore, and we were connected with a student who's in their junior or senior year really with an opportunity to give them real-life entrepreneurship experience working for a startup. Um, They provide us 40 hours a week, and we get to work with them on key aspects of our business. And that really, I think, helps to see if there's talent there that might help us grow, but also to help the local talent, especially the younger entrepreneurial talent in the region, to have hands-on experience here in the region and to realize all the exciting things that are going on. So 
our intern starts at the end of May, and I'm, I'm thrilled that he's joining us. That's fabulous. And Swarthmore College, for folks who may not be as uh, familiar, is a fantastic, one of the most highly ranked universities in the country, located right here in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, in Swarthmore, PA. The student that's joining you next week, life sciences oriented, kind of business oriented? And he's actually quite dynamic. So first of all, I was very impressed. We had almost a dozen students apply for the internship, which is a tiny company. It's very impressive. Uh, that's really impressive. It's great. And um, I would say they had all walks of life as far as background. Some were interested more on the science side, um, but it's a liberal arts school. And so the young man who's working with us is more on the media, marketing, communications We've got to redo our pitch, our business plan, think about how we present ourselves to the world, both customers and investors. And then he's going to do a lot of market research with us. And so we're super excited. He's an athlete, so we know he's a hard worker. And I just think it's going to be a great program. And it helps us stay connected with, um, I think, younger talent, which is sometimes hard to do when you're running a business and running around. So we're very excited. That sounds like a great match, not only for this young man who's going to be joining you from Swarthmore, who's going to learn about how to be a business owner and be an entrepreneur, but it's also a niche that many small businesses need, that marketing, communications, public relations expertise that as a startup, you know, that's generally something that you don't have in-house expertise for. So I I can really see that being a mutually beneficial connection. You know, PR is one thing that that is very important, and it's also usually outside of the reach of a lot of startups from a opportunity cost of capital early on. And I would confess my 15-year-old, now 16-year-old daughter is our social media director. That's how um, desperate we are. So we're very excited to have someone who's really connected, can help us think about how we present ourselves to a variety of people and audiences, but also even some of the new tools. I mean, I would say it's it's great to refresh your, your learning on um, on marketing and and communication, the ages are changing very quickly. Absolutely. And you need that kind of talent and that perspective from a younger audience. Tracy Warren, co-founder and CEO at Astarte in Bucks County. Thanks for joining us on Growing Greater Philadelphia. Thank you. This segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to us by the Commercial Banking Division of Citizens Bank. You know, the Citizens Bank team, they bring practical financial experience and deep industry expertise to each banking relationship. To learn how Citizens can help your company reach its full potential, visit citizensbank.com backslash commercial. And be sure to check out all of our podcasts at radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. to Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia. Philadelphia.